0: Hi, this is Hudson Head from the San Diego Padres, and you're listening to the Friar Lounge Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Friar Lounge Podcast, where we regularly talk in-depth about the San Diego Padres. We cover the big league club, our minor league clubs, Rumors, and NL West. Let's get started. My name is Mark Collier. I'm joined this evening by Nick Recchia. Nick, how's it going? Doing
2: great, Mark. How you doing?
1: Excellent, Nick. And also by George Arce. George, welcome to the show.
2: Mark, Nick, Padre Founds.
3: How's everybody doing?
1: Excellent. Excellent. Guys, I'm, I'm glad we're here. I'm here to talk some Padre baseball. So one, one thing we're going to be talking about this evening is, uh, you know, a little bit about the 2020 season or, or lack thereof. And then we have an exciting um, show for you tonight. At the end of the show, we'll be talking to, uh, we recorded an interview recently uh, with uh, Mr. Hudson Head of the San Diego Padres. Excited to be to share that with you all. Uh, definitely stay tuned for that. And, and prior to that, we're going to be talking a little bit about Hudson and doing some overview, of just kind of assessing his game a little bit before we get into the interview. So, uh, but guys, let's just jump right in and we're, we're going to talk about the 2020 season a little bit next. Uh, anything that you can report? Uh, we'll just have an open dialogue about that real quick.
3: Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, the 2020 season, we've been hearing some mixed things uh, over the past several weeks. Um, the most recent news I think I came across today was that now there's three states in consideration for this the opening of the 2020 season if we get it underway, um, and that's Arizona, uh, Florida that we knew, and now Texas is in the mix since you know that state's considering doing some openings. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's still an early talk, so we'll see. But ultimately, I think uh, there's some concerns, still some questions, and one of baseball's uh, best players, and Mr. Mikey Trout, came out the other day with some concerns and. Some pretty valid questions, guys, because uh, he's having his first baby in a handful of months. His wife's pregnant, and one big question he laid out was, "What happens when his wife goes into into labor? You know, is he allowed to leave? You know, because he's not going to miss the birth of his first kid. And when he comes back, is he quarantined for two weeks where he can't play a game? So, um, still a lot of questions to be answered, and um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, Tank, what, what do you got? What do what do you think about the twenty twenty season, man?
2: Yeah, obviously the the three states there um, all have facilities that could that could have multiple games going on at the same time. Whether it's Arizona or in Florida, um, Florida obviously has two major league stadiums, but a host of spring training facilities. Arizona has the one major league, and then the wealth of uh, minor or excuse me spring training ones as well. Texas has five major league ballparks, plus a ton of minor league stadiums throughout the state. So. Definitely between those three states, you have the amount of facilities to facilitate that. Um, One thing I'd like to shred a small, hopefully sliver of hope for everybody or share that, Korea, the Korea Baseball Organization, the KBO, is actually going to be starting off their season on May 5th. So hopefully it's a glimpse of a possible future for MLB that there will be some semblance of baseball played this year. Um, they will be playing over in the Korea baseball league in front of no fans, but they will be playing baseball starting on May 5th. So, um, hopefully like I said, a little bright spot there and a light possibly at the end of the tunnel here for MLB and the fans here in the States.
1: Well, and I'll just jump in like, you know, George, you mentioned Mike Trout, like obviously he's, you know, you know, one of the main faces of this game. And, you know, I'm sure most of all players will want to get back on the field and play baseball, but, there's definitely things to consider when you're thinking about safety of your family. You're thinking about, you know, people having kids, right? That's probably a, um, you know, a, a common scenario that's that that, that players are going to be, face where, Hey, do I not get to see my, my wife and kid after, you know, how, how's that, you know, their priority needs to be, I need to be able to step away for two weeks to see my family. That's what's going to need to be. Um, but how does that impact a, you know, an Angels team in a sprint who is trying to, to win a division, right? In a, in a modified division, if you will. Um, you know, there's just so many things to think about that you probably can't even anticipate until you are put in that situation in a lot of ways. And if I'm Mike Trout, like, yeah, I'm getting paid handsomely to play a sport I love, but I would want to be there with my wife too, you know? So, um, you know, it's, uh, interesting, but, um, uh, yeah, guys. Um, anything else on the twenty twenty season front? Um, you know, before we yeah, move on, one.
3: really quick, guys. Just uh, you know, we're talking about the MA, MLB level, you know, and the opportunity to play in, in three states and having options. But what about the minor league levels? You know, what what happens to those leagues, and are are those players going to have the ability to to partake in some games? What's What's the word on the street on that?
1: Well. Oh. Oh. Nick, why don't you go ahead? I'll
2: take that first. Yeah, no, as of right now, um, there's there's talks of there not being a minor league baseball season uh, at this point. So, um, yeah, two months ago, let's say this, two months ago, uh, I don't think anybody foretold uh, there being kind of a shutdown across the country. So I think it's kind of impossible uh, to forecast what everything is going to be like in another two months. Uh, with some states opening up, some states still remaining more or less shut down. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens in a couple months. But as of right now, I don't believe MLB has plans for a, a minor league baseball season, and we'll be sharing uh, what some minor league players are uh, going to be occupying their time with uh, later on in the show.
1: Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, yeah, t- twenty twenty. We can. I think we can just hope that things return to somewhat normal, and we see some baseball, obviously, without fans in the, in the stadium, that's not going to be normal, but seeing baseball on TV would feel kind of normal, I think, guys, and so, you know, that would be something that would be selfishly great for me, because I would be able to pass the time and have something to do, but at the same time, like, you know, let's put people's lives first, you know, um, that's what really matters here, so, um, anyway, um, well, uh, I think maybe it's time, Nick, you want to you wanna segue into talking about our, our featured guest tonight?
2: Absolutely. So the Friar Lounge team was incredibly excited to be able to talk to one of the top prospects for your San Diego Padres, Mr. Hudson Head. And talking about Hudson, I, I, it was a third rounder last year in, in the MLB June draft a $3 million bonus baby out of a high school, a San Antonio high school. He brings a lot to the table. Um, and what you'll be able to learn is, is sounds like he's about just as good of a kid as he is a, a baseball player. has got a very exciting student of the game uh, to join the organization this last June. So uh, Hudson, we were talking about the player that Hudson is. He's a six one center fielder. At the Don Wilkie classic this last fall. Uh, he was playing right field in, in a couple of those games. So he definitely gives you some outfield versatility, but it's a left-handed bat. He just has a lot of those quick twitch muscles. So he can whip the bat through the zone in, in a quick fashion. He's got a good arm, good speed. Talk about a five-tool athlete. He's definitely somebody that, that fits that mold. So, um,
1: uh, yeah, um, you know, I was excited to to have a conversation with him. He's a smart kid, um, clearly focused. Um, I don't want to give too much away because the interview will kind of stand on its own. The guy was a great, he's a great interview, um, you know, and and he's focused on on play, playing ball, but also I think he's got a and just just turning nineteen, got a good head on his shoulders, understanding the gravity of what's going on in our country right now, and focused on being at home and, and trying to stay prepared, trying to stay in shape. Uh, you know, I think he, he understands what we're going through. So, um, but uh, to be honest, like just getting to going back to spring training, um, we were all there and we got to see him, um, swing the bat and he was hitting, uh, behind CJ Abrams. And, um, you know, certainly it projects as a top of the order type of guy and he's got a, very, very fluid swing, in which you'll learn more about this evening, and uh, when you listen to the interview, um, you know he he wants to he wants the spotlight, and is pushing himself to be one of the best players he can be, and uh, you know, that's a guy you want at your team. So I'm excited to, to have you all have a listen, and uh, love to hear what your thoughts are, uh, Padre fans of um, your your take on on the interview from Hudson Head. And, uh, George, do you have any, any thoughts on and, and just uh, the time you spent there? I know you, you uh, saw him, uh, Hudson, and, and CJ hitting in the cage a little bit. Any, any thoughts there?
3: Yeah, guys. Uh, the one thing to be super excited about is seeing these kids, you know, 19, 17, 16 years old, and just showing the level of maturity. Because if you remember where we were all at at those ages, man, <laughs> um, night and day, and these guys, you know, showing up to the field early, working on their craft and their game. Um, it's great to see, guys. It's great to see and, and want to see where these guys are going to be in three to five years in the organization. So um, good call in the organization on drafting
2: great kids. And Without further ado, let's talk about Mr. Hudson Head.
1: Hello, Padre fans. I'm very excited today. We have a special guest with us, one of the top prospects in the Fry organization, outfielder Hudson Head of the San Diego Padres. Hudson, thanks for joining us today. How are you? Thanks.
0: Good. Thanks for having me on.
1: Absolutely, we're excited to have you. And uh, your goal here today is just to find out how you're doing and uh, understand what's going on in your world. Um, you know, maybe maybe I first I'll start off by, how are you holding up without uh, without baseball?
0: Uh, you know, when I first came back, it was really tough because uh, you know I'd wake up each morning wishing I would head, was heading to the field and not just heading downstairs to my normal kitchen. But uh, now uh, as time has moved on, it's been pretty good. Uh, I have everything kind of set up the way I need it. okay and so uh, you know I'm getting my training in getting my workouts in so everything right now it's getting better and better.
1: So are the, is the training that you're doing is that just mostly at home Or are you able to to train with any other players maybe locally or are you and are you in connection like with like your coaches I'm assuming?
0: Uh yeah, so most of like lifting wise, well, that's done at home. But I recently just found a cage to hit in, so uh, me and uh old high school teammate go and hit and work out and stuff.
1: Okay, okay, that's good. Um, so and in terms of just communication with coaches, is that something you, you talk to them a little bit about? Just how you're how you're doing, how you're progressing. Do you have certain goals that you work on with them? Just just wondering about that. Yeah, they so
0: they check in periodically probably every two weeks and we have conversations it's different coaches each time but uh yeah right now go- a goal i guess during this uh this quarantine is just to maintain and hopefully get stronger you know because uh you know it's unprecedented unpre- un- unprecedented time and uh not nobody nobody has been through this so everyone's kind of you know feeling it feeling it out as it goes
1: yeah no no doubt um well may- maybe we'll uh Maybe we'll shift gears a little bit to talking about when you were playing baseball. Um, uh-huh. We uh, we had the privilege of being in in uh, Peoria and got to see you play some ball in the backfields, um, some of your teammates, and just uh, you know I think you had a pretty busy schedule. We didn't get a chance to connect directly, but uh, you know um, which is understandable. And I think for me, I just would love to know like you know what that experience was like because that's a uh, you know your first minor league camp. Because I know you spent time in the rookie league. Um, yeah. but just love to know the time you were there, what that was like and, uh, anything you have to, to say about that would be great.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, as you know, it was my first spring training, so yeah. I decided to head out there early before mini camp. So I was there about two weeks before mini camp started and there was a small group of us working some of the big league guys. And then once mini game started, uh, schedule got a whole lot busier. But what I learned from that is just, you know, cause you know, big league guys, you can get to talk to them, you get to pick their brains. So I was just trying to learn as much as I can from those kind of guys. You know, really taking that time to really learn how to be professional spring, during spring training. Just try to go about my business the right way, and then feeling out what was good for me and what wasn't.
1: And, and when you say professional, does that just mean having a, a routine and being yeah. uh, being focused on on getting better as a ball player?
0: Yeah, so, yeah, just going out uh, you know, doing my business the right way, making sure my body's right for the next day, of course, because they're long days. It's a grind in spring training. So in order to perform the best, I mean, you're trying to make the, the highest team you can make yeah. out of spring training. So, you know, everything you do is only trying to help yourself.
1: Did, did you – any of the big league ballplayers um, that stood out to you in terms of just who were mentors or, or supportive of, of you as a young ball player? Uh,
0: Josh Naylor, I met him uh, When I got when I showed up early before mini camp and so uh, and he's an outfitter as well so we were just it was me Grant Little and uh, Naylor and we're all just out there picking his brain and learning what his experiences was like because he's he's a high school guy as well so I was just trying to learn as much as I can from him.
1: Awesome! Oh, that's great to hear. So you recently uh, um, you recently had a birthday, correct? Uh, Yes, nineteen. I did. Okay. Anything? Uh, anything fun to speak about there?
0: Uh, not really. Just kind of spend it at home with my family.
1: Okay. okay. But which
0: was nice because uh, I thought last year was my last birthday spent with my family at home, so I cherished that time.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So currently, uh, Hudson is ranked number thirteenth over as a th- number thirteenth overall prospect uh, in the San Diego Padres organization, according to MLB. Um, he's also ranked number seventh overall with Fangraphs. Um, you know so let's 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 go and and how you got that ranking, I think is a little bit about um where the Padres took you in the draft. I think they yep. taking you third overall with a a significant investment in you as a third rounder. and and I think you know you you showed well real well in the rookie league. and would love to just hear a little bit about your thoughts and experiences in that rookie league and um what that jump was like from from high school ball to uh, to that league. Oh, yeah.
0: So, uh, I mean, coming from high school, obviously, I was kind of top of the totem pole in terms of high school baseball. And then I show up to uh, Rookie League and, you know, everyone everyone was the best on their respective teams where they came from. And so everyone's got talent and you just got to make you got to show why you're there. And uh, so I told myself, I just I know I can do it. Just got to show everyone else, you know, just got to play my game and everything will work out fine.
1: Yeah, I got, I got to say, just to just to pause on that real quick is, uh, you know, from my vantage point, I got to see you a little bit in spring and I got to see you, a lot of tape of you in the, in the just in kind of your early, early showing and uh, some of your experience, I guess, in high school. And I, I got to say, man, you got a swing that uh, a lot of people would would, you know, love to have. Um, is there a player that, you know, growing up, you were just like, I'm sure a lot of fans would really love to know, like. Who, who you looked up to as a player and maybe is there a, a one, one player that stands out that was just like some guy that you emulated because that was the swing that you loved. Love to hear that.
0: Yeah. So growing up, uh, that's when the Rangers were real good. And so I love to watch Josh Hamilton highlights. And so I, I would try to emulate his swing, emulate his game. And actually during the, uh, ACL season, my uh, hitting coach, Jed Morris and I, we would, uh, like if something didn't feel right, we'd always actually go back and watch Josh Hamilton video, just to see how his mechanics were, how he went about things, and wow. so we do that and try to implement it into my swing.
1: That's awesome. That that's awesome. Um, any of your players, any of the the players that you connected with um, um, in the rookie league, as far as just like players you built relationships with. Uh, obviously, that's like you said, there's a lot of talent there. Um, anyone you. Uh, formed a bond with or or just you know I guess a lot of those players you will most likely be someone you come up with the ranks with um any any thoughts there or things you can share with us
0: yeah so uh Abrams CJ we uh we got to know each other pretty well and then competitively we uh every day we push each other you can be better and better and then uh my roommate was Josh Mears okay so I connected really well with the high school guys and then uh, college guys like Tyler Malone, who was on my AZL team, he, he obviously he won a national championship at Oregon State, so he's had some success in baseball. So I, I would try to pick his brain as well. And he also is a father figure to me as well, you know, kind of a mentor. teach teach me how to go about things.
1: Okay. And, and with those gentlemen that you mentioned, Mirrors and, and Abrams, you know, was it more of just camaraderie or were you kind of learning? Obviously both – both talented players, um, anything you learn from them as far as like the way they go about their business. Uh, just would love to know any, any thoughts. Um, you know, I, I see them both as talented players coming up the ranks with you, but, uh, just would love to know if there's anything there that, that stands out to you.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously you're, when you're watching the games, uh, Abrams will catch your eye immediately, but he's so electric on the base pass. I was try to, I would try to pick his brain and try to, you know, uh, I guess gain his aggressiveness on the base pass and his confidence.
2: Okay. So just
0: watching him, you're learning, and then Mir is obviously a big physical guy, you know. So I was trying to just watch how powerful his swing is. Like he swing, you watch him swing a bat, you know, you you you'll notice like it's he's a big dude. So it's just overall fun watching both the guys play.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, on, on that note, um, you know. You are a center fielder, at least playing center fielder with the Padres. Have you played other positions um, in in the outfield or around the diamond? And would love to know. In addition to that, is there a certain spot in the lineup where Hudson really wants to like? Where you would prefer? Whether that's leadoff, you know, at the top of the order. Do you have a preference there? So I'll ask you those two questions.
0: Yeah. So I mean, they had me move around in an instructional league. I I played all three outfield positions. And then uh, just being confident, I guess I, w- I would love to hit third. I wanna I want to be that guy, you know, in the lineup. So yeah, in middle of the order.
1: Love it, love it, man. That's that's what Padre fans want to hear. And you've got the you've got the talent, and, and also you know it takes just from being a fan my my entire life and, and being close to baseball. You know you, you need folks like you and players like you to to want to be in that position of of. You know hey, this is when things matter, so um, I'm glad to hear it. That's that's exciting, um, yeah. And
0: obviously, I would hit wherever you know the manager will put me, but just selfishly, I'd love to hit in the, hey, middle
1: of the order, love it, love to hear that. Well, um, and so you, you, um in, in let's see, going back to uh, the rookie league, I think you played about 30 30 something games, and close to that, yeah looking at it and i i think you started off with a 13 game hitting streak i'm not I, i'm pretty sure that maybe you don't track those types of things but as padre fans do um uh-huh. were you were you aware of that uh i might have been okay
0: I, because like well just as a player I know like after each game you reflect and then so i guess in the early part of the season i hadn't learned to like you know forget the past game good or bad you know you just got to have a short memory because you know once you get complacent with what you're doing, you're gonna you're gonna go into a slump. But yeah, and season started off pretty well.
1: Yeah, no, it's great. I, I thought you did a um, great job. One one thing, real quick, is I understood that you were touted for football as well as a multiplayer athlete. Is that can you can you let me a little bit mo- know more about that? And maybe if that's true, why did you why did you decide to choose baseball over football?
0: So I really don't know where that. Uh... I'm not gonna confirm or deny the rumor because uh, it's pretty cool. But okay. no, I wasn't a, a football prospect by uh, any means. Like I didn't, I never, I didn't start a game after my freshman year when I played corner. But uh, I was the backup quarterback my junior year. Okay, and uh, yeah, and I did throw with my right arm, but I never rolled out and threw with my left. That was just one day in practice <laughs> where I brought it up to my coach because uh, my sophomore year, I uh, right before the season started, I broke my right arm, which was. Which, which I throw with, so that whole season, I was just trying to throw with my left, and so that came out as a joke, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I played quarterback in high school a little bit, but it wasn't anything special.
1: Okay, so it wasn't like you had to, to choose between the two, you were just, you've been all in on baseball. Uh, yeah,
0: it was baseball all the way, I loved football, and then all my friends played football, so that was a fun part, but yeah, I was just a guy who thought he had a strong arm and would just throw it all over the place.
1: Okay, okay. Um so you are a you grew up in Texas. Obviously, you mentioned you know your just your uh, uh, background with Josh Hamilton and kind of following him. Is, uh, just give us a little background on what that was like growing up in Texas, and are you still in Texas now?
0: Uh, I am still in Texas now, but uh, growing up in Texas, I guess I don't know. Big one thing I can say about Texas: is a uh, big high school football atmosphere. You know, it's hard to beat Texas high school football, but all the athletic environment in texas is all big and so you know I, like high school playoffs for baseball that was always f- real fun time because large crowds got to play in front you know play in wolf stadium which uh padres used to have the missions so that's kind of cool but uh yeah just texas is highly uh big sports environment i guess
1: awesome awesome well i'm gonna move to uh you know, a bit of a, we'll call it a speed round. Just I'm going to fire off questions for you, and hope this will probably be relatively short. You can expand on as much as you like. Um, I think you said, uh, so my first question was going to be the player you grew up, uh, but that was Josh Hamilton. Is there anyone else that stands out besides Hamilton that, that uh, was just a player that you followed or had a poster on your wall or anything like that?
0: Uh, Just as a left-handed outfielder, I love to watch Ken Griffey highlights. Okay. Yeah, you're good. You know, every I think every hitter would die to have that swing. So, I'd also watch him.
1: Is your uh, favorite sport always been baseball? Yes. Okay. Um, are you a video gamer?
0: Uh, I mean, I play video games, but it's more to pass the time. Not, not particularly good at
1: them. Okay. Uh, what is something uh, fun that you do that's not baseball?
0: Uh, you know, I mean, I love to golf. All right. I got real into golf after this past season, and so, I mean, it, it's one of the few things we could do during quarantine as well. So, I've been golfing a lot.
1: That's good. You go with a, with family or uh, something like uh, that. Ma- just friends. Okay, that's good. Um, let's see. Um, what's one thing that most people don't know about you?
0: Oh, kind,
1: of uh, kind of a loaded question, but I just would—if there's something that the fans might appreciate about you that that maybe. Um, they'd love to know as they follow you through the ranks.
0: Uh, well, I mean, it's nothing too uh, special or anything, but uh, family and I have a Great Dane, and so we make it kind of a joke about it that like we're the family with the Great Dane in the neighborhood, and so obviously we love him to death. So I guess that's one thing.
1: All right, all right. I, I have a dog myself. What's what's your dog's name?
0: Uh, Cyrus.
1: Cyrus. Okay.
0: And uh, there was a joke for a little bit in high school. Uh, if the dog weighed more than I did, (laughs) but finally my senior year, I, I, uh, exceeded his weight.
1: You bulked up a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's good. Okay. So this is something I I read recently is, uh, Chris Paddock was talking about, um, he has a kind of a ritual before every start that he has. He goes and eats a large pizza, a pizza apparently before the night before every start, um, Uh You know, baseball players can tend to be kind of, you know, um, creatures of habit. Is there anything that you do, and, and this may go into a bit of your preparedness for a game? Is there anything you're doing either on game day or the night before games where you're you're prepping or you're doing stuff to, um, you know, that's kind of a ritualistic thing for you?
0: Well, so last year, I'd, like through high school and up to. Through rookie ball, I'd always have one guy where I, we'd have a handshake before a game. You know, Usually my throwing partner, You know, after we're done throwing, gets to the line and we do a little handshake. But uh, also, uh, I mean, the normal listening to music and stuff, but nothing too crazy.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, so kind of going back to, we were talking a little bit about your, your center fielder. Um, you know, is that something where you feel comfortable playing any outfield position or is just, is center... You know, you're obviously a speed guy, right? Is it something where you move well left to right, left and right? And is that where you just feel most comfortable than playing a corner? Uh, Obviously, being a young player, you'll probably play in a lot of, could play in a lot of different places, but you seem like a natural center fielder. Just tell me a little bit about how that came about and um, if you feel comfortable playing all positions. Yeah,
0: I guess a lot of it is just because I've played center field the most, so I'm most comfortable there. Okay, But, uh. Yeah, I'm comfortable playing all three outfield spots. Uh, right, I prefer right field more than left field, but that's just a reps thing. I haven't had the time in left field that I've spent in right field.
1: Okay, gotcha. Um, let's see. Um, what type of music, music are you listening to these days? Anything that stands out to you that young young Padre fans would, would love to connect, would understand what Hudson's listening to?
0: Well, during the season and, uh, like, and then during off season, it's a little different because during the season, the music I listen to is more to like hype me up, get focused.
1: Okay.
0: And that's just mainly rap music. And then, you know, I also throw in the Ace of Spades, Motorhead, you know, Iron Maiden, you know, you gotta, you got have to listen to the guitar solos right there.
1: There you go. But
0: then, uh, during, uh, during times like these, I guess, you know, a lot of people like Post Malone, I guess.
1: Okay. That's good. I like that. Um, Let's see. Um, I I think that's kind of like wrapping up a lot of my questions. Um, is there is there anything Hudson that you want people to know about you or to know about um, you as a ball player? Uh, just want to give you that opportunity to be able to like just you know uh, connect with the fans or if you have anything you want to say to the fans as far as like who are who are eagerly what waiting for baseball to come back as as I know you are. Um, is there anything you want to share with them?
0: Uh, I guess just me as a player, I love the game. I love watching the game. I love the little nuances of the game, you know, never stepping on the line. Uh, I always have my batting gloves in the same back pocket, you know, but, uh, a guy that, you know, genuinely loves playing the game. And then, so I always love talking to fans, you know, always like, like to hear what they have to say. So mainly, I guess is that, I guess I love everything about the game.
1: Awesome. Well, we, uh, as a the fire lounge team and Padre fans, I'll just speak for them is we're excited to, to follow your career to see what you're going to do. And um, we love seeing the sweet swing on the field, man. And we just really wanted to say, we wish you the best. Um, hopefully we can stay connected over the years and you, uh, if you need anything from the fire lounge team, please reach out. And uh, we just really want to see you thrive, man.
0: Thank you so much. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Friar Lounge Podcast. For more awesome content about your San Diego Padres, visit our website, FriarLounge.com, or check us out on Twitter or Facebook. Have a great week, and go Padres!